Hey everybody, this is Alberto with the Calling Series Volume 1. This is the introduction to Jesus. We first must find what has brought us to this place where we no longer understand nor desire the old life that we were so accustomed to, but now we are joyfully embracing the new life that we have in Jesus. Now remember, God's calling did not happen overnight. If you sit and think retrospectively, that is, you'll find that the hand of God was in every aspect of your life, the good, the bad, and the ugly. He was in it all. Paul says, when it pleased the Father to reveal his Son in me, then he did. So first we have the encounter with Jesus, and it's that calling. It's that first initial meeting him. Now Joseph had a dream that he would rule over his brothers. David had a prophetic word that he would be the next king of Israel. Samuel was called four times before he even knew it was the Lord. Moses was called by a talking bush. In most cases, the word of the Lord came to the prophets that we read about in the Old Testament. And in the New Testament, the same thing happened with Jesus, only he is now the word of the Lord. John says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God, and the word dwelt among us, right, and became flesh. So Peter and Andrew were called by Jesus In the book of Mark, it says that Jesus came up to them and said, follow me. And it says immediately they had dropped their nets and followed him. We have many accounts of Jesus encountering the the disciples, calling them to leave their jobs and follow him. So what I want to do now is shift into the deeper side of this, into into a way of understanding how God really deals with our calling. I have found that there are three types of callings in in my study of the scriptures. The first is the before. The second is the called, or you, you could call it the chosen. And the third is the become. In my opinion, the third is the most in depth of them all, not because one is better or the other, but because when you have to become something, it is God's primary focus that we become like him as we live here on the earth. Now, the first is the before prophets and apostles. We're going to use the apostle and prophet for the sake of this talk, as they are the foundation of the church, with Jesus being the chief cornerstone. Jeremiah was a prophet before he was born, before he was in the mother's womb. God had made him a prophet. Now, same thing happened with Paul. Before I was in my mother's womb, God called me and he set me aside before I was in my mother's womb to be an apostle. The second is like Samuel or Moses, where they were called to the Lord by himself. The Lord, the word of the Lord came to them and the Lord called them. The third is like Amos. Amos says, I was not a prophet nor a son of a prophet, but the Lord came to me and spoke. Amos was was just shepherding uh, sheep. So if you identify as a before apostle or prophet, it doesn't have to be apostle or prophet. You can be the evangelist or pastor or whatever it is. What you're going to want to understand that before you were even born, God already graced you and he equipped you for a specific purpose that he wants you to accomplish by his grace. Now, remember that God is always going to call you and choose you or create you for a purpose that you cannot do by yourself. 
your calling cannot be something that you can do. It cannot be something that your gift can do. It cannot be something that you develop in your alone time as far as you know speaking uh, arrangements or things like that. It cannot be man-made. God has to uh, God always calls you to something that you cannot do. For Moses, he could not lead the children of Israel all by himself. He had to have God with him. Now, Paul's calling was uh, also a before apostle. He was uh, called as an apostle to preach to the Gentiles. Jeremiah was called to prophesy, or he was a before prophet to prophesy and to be rejected amongst many other things. That's some of the before stuff. Now, if you identify as the called or what you could say the chosen, you are to do as the Lord asks you to do. Rather, it's to feed his sheep like he told Peter or to father over uh, churches and to build churches as some of the apostles did. We can go over the roles of the fivefold apostles, prophet, evangelist, pastor, and teacher and or preacher in another talk. But if you identify as they become, then you have to partner with God in the learning of hearing God and understanding that he is the teacher. He will mostly come to you as the very thing that he wants you to become. Now, let's let's take a second and just kind of recap here. We have the before. We have the chosen or the become. And I'm sorry, and the become. And all of these play an important role with what you are going through. Now, like I said, if you identify as one of these three, I know that there might be other things that, that are in scripture that, that I haven't found yet, but if you identify as one of these three, it's very important that you go and study out these people, their process, their calling, what the Lord had them do, what their internal life was like. David said that I des- you desire truth in the inward parts, in the inner man, right? So it's in the inner man that we have to study the, these people's lives. We can't see what they did externally. Because that's God's power and his grace upon these lives. And that cannot be replicated by us learning and reading. We have to walk our own callings out with God, empowered by his grace. Now, let's see a little bit of what the before looks like. Let's, let's dive a little bit even deeper into this. Paul in Romans, in Romans 1 says, I was called as an apostle. You were called as saints to be holy and beloved in the sight of God, you know, to love the brother and things like that. So there are callings that we have from the Lord that are not apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, and teachers. Not every single person is an, is an apostle or a prophet or, or the other three that I mentioned. Some people are called as saints. Now, some are called as saints to do certain things for the Lord. Some saints are called, you know, in business and, and they really feel like they have a, a, you know, a calling for business or wanting to, you know, be an entrepreneur and these types of things. That is fantastic. I'm not getting into that stuff. I don't know what it's like to be an entrepreneur. I don't know what it's like to open up businesses and, and to have, you know, all of these degrees and things like that. God bless these people that understand that side of their calling. What I want to get into is this, is how do I identify which one I am and how do I walk into that? For me, I wasn't saved like a, you know, a regular Tuesday and you wake up and everything is just peachy Sunday, you know, Tuesday and you just go throughout your life and, 
and, uh, you know, a friend invites you to church and you get saved. I wasn't saved like that. I, be- I, I believe, see, the way I identify is I identify as a before. I believe that before I was in my mother's room, God had created me to be some uh, a prophetic uh, shepherd over certain people. Now, I'm not going to get into too, too much of my calling and, and what that is, but I believe the way that the Lord came to me is exactly the way that he had come to uh, Samuel, uh, exactly the way that he had come to Jeremiah. Uh, exactly, and, and what I mean by that is that the word of the Lord came to me where I saw Jesus, I saw him come to me and he spoke to me face to face. Now, I know what you're thinking. Well, Moses was a called, you know, and all these things. When you have a calling that is from the Lord and you were created before you were in your mother's womb, you are graced to be that person that the Lord has created you to be before you're in your mother's womb. So in Corinthians, it says that let the prophets prophesy. And it says that everybody can prophesy or have the gift of prophecy as the Lord wills. But the spirit of the prophet is subject to the prophet, which means he doesn't have to practice his gift of prophecy. And it's not on command of the Lord. The Lord gave him that gift, which means he in he is in himself the prophet, which means he doesn't have to muster it up. He doesn't have to wait for the Lord. He can automatically just prophesy. Now, we have the gift of prophecy and what that looks like, but this isn't a prophetic teaching. This is how to identify your calling in it. Some of you are called to prophesy. Now, there's a difference between having uh, being born as a prophet, being called as a prophet, and then becoming a prophet. Now, if I now I believe that the be uh, born as a prophet, you don't have to muster anything up. You don't have to do anything. You already are the prophet. You are the gift to the church that Christ gave to men. If you have a calling to prophesy, now your process in which you engage with God is completely different. If you have a calling to prophesy, what you're going to do is completely different than somebody who was born a prophet. People who are born a prophet are usually introverted. Uh, you know, they they don't really engage well with people. You see these people on the mountains. You see these people as rejected because they are born a certain way. Now, those who are called to prophesy, this is this is mostly what I have found their process is is that they can prophesy. When a group of people are in, in, in are together, they're they're most likely in a corporate setting. Remember when San, or, um, Saul went into the ring of of prophets, and then he started to prophesy because the, the anointing of the prophet flow overflowed and covered him. Therefore, he was able to prophesy. So the anointing got on him to prophesy, and this is what the people who are called to prophesy do. The anointing comes upon them to prophesy. And then when they're done giving the word of the Lord, all of a sudden, it, it, it not necessarily that the anointing itself lifts, but the grace to deliver that word as the Lord lifts off them and they go and live out their normal lives. And and, and these people who are called to prophesy are usually, um, you know, uh, pr- uh, prophetic teachers, uh, you know, they're prophetic pastors. You know, there's somebody who gets a word of the Lord here or there, 
they're, they're not really, um, you know, operating in prophetic wisdom or prophetic ability all the time. Their messages aren't going to be prophetic in nature. Uh, they're not going to have a, an exclusive um, prophetic ministry. It's going to be different. And that's up to you to identify with that. Now, the becoming um, a prophet or an apostle, this, I believe, is, is the most cherished uh, in my in my opinion, the most cherished thing that we can have with the Lord is because what the Lord wants you to become, he's going to be that for you. So if he wants you to become a pastor, if he wants you to become an evangelist, he's going to encounter you in that way. He encounters you in the exact same thing that he wants you to, to become. So as you become more familiar with God's voice, you have to learn how God speaks. You have to learn how God, you know, uh, deals with you. It says that uh, the children of Israel knew God's works, but Moses knew his ways. So there's there's this difference that comes in that we have to understand that when we are becoming an apostle, becoming a prophet, becoming a pastor, or, or just becoming in the fullness of who Christ is, there is a deep work. I, I believe that it takes about 20 to 35 years for a full apostle, a full prophet, a full pastor, you know, to to the fullness of these uh, callings to be in a full effect. I don't think that we can have apostles and prophets just be developed in uh, two to seven years time. Now, the Bible talks about that. Do not allow, you know, new converts to be in place of authority or ministry, yet least they fall under the condemnation of the devil. Now, we're going to get into some other things uh, as far as, um, you know, deeper into these callings. This is pretty much just an introduction and and a, a, a brief monologue, if you would, just a brief introduction. That, that's what I want. That's why I want the goal of this talk to be is just a brief introduction into these things. And you guys are going to have to uh, like the page, follow it and, uh, you know, listen to the next podcast that's going to be coming. And we're going to be calling and we're going to be calling it the process. And now we're going to go through the process of the before, uh, you know, um, the, the chosen or the called and then the become. And we're going to kind of move away from that. And as I speak about the process of how God deals with us after the calling, you're going to be able to identify your gift. You're going to be able to identify your calling. You're going to be able to identify how the Lord speaks to you. You're going to be able to identify so many things in your relationship with God, if you haven't already, but you're going to be able to engage with him. You're going to be able to talk with him. This is things that you need to take it upon the Lord. Nobody can tell you your calling. Nobody can give you your calling. Nobody, uh, as far as man, can walk you through your calling. If you're called to father the fatherless, I'm sorry, there's going to be nobody that's going to be able to father you into that because you are called to be that father. If if you're called to start churches, you might have somebody that comes that God sends to you to father you into those things. And we're going to get into the process of things. Uh, Guys, I really hope you enjoyed yourself. I really hope you grabbed something from this. We're going to be in volume two, which is the process series. That's after the calling. We're going to get really into uh, Joseph's life, to Moses' life. uh, life. And um, we're going to have uh, you know, a very distinct way of, of delivering what we're going to be bringing to you guys. Thanks for watching. Have a wonderful day. Uh, share this with your friends if it's blessed you. 
and um, comments, concerns, uh, anything that you want, you know, give me your feedback. This is kind of like a trial run um, into uh, this introduction. So guys, have a wonderful day. And I really hope that this has blessed you. Thank you.